She's Tori. And he's Nick. And this is I Want to Rewatch. An X-Files adjacent podcast. Scooby-Doo, where are you? Episode 17. That's Snow Ghost. In this episode, while on a skiing vacation, the gang are menaced by the ghost of a yeti, a.k.a. the snow ghost, who is believed to turn anyone he captures into a ghost. While looking for clues, the gang meets a Tibetan hermit who thinks he may be responsible for summoning the monster. Ooh. Are they skiing in the Himalayas? I don't think so. I don't think so either. <laughs> Location's never really given, but it does seem to be America somewhere. Yeah, because it sounds like they might be like, yeah, we'll get to that. But yeah. Its original air date was Saturday, January 17th, 1970. We have our opening sequence, then we have our episode title card. It's animated, right? So this is the last episode of the first season. So we did only get the two like little title cards. Mm-hmm. On episode one and three, and then all the rest have been the animated thing. So, and then yeah, just, you know, where are you? That snow ghost, and then we see some snow covered, like kind of Germanic looking buildings, like maybe houses or lodges or something. And they're in the they're kind of like isolated in the mountains, and it's nighttime, the wind is blowing, and there's drifts of snow continuously passing across our view. And then we pan right. And a wolf howls, and then we see the all-white wolf atop a snowy outcropping. And then we cut and follow a trail of strange-looking four-toed footprints. The toes are kind of pointed, possibly clawed. They also seem to have a light sprinkling of what honestly looks like coffee grounds on them or something, um, which is really noticeable <laughs> yeah. against the white snow. But anyway, mm-hmm. we follow the footprints to the feet that made them. And we have these white primate-like feet with like a little thumb toe that actually doesn't appear in the footprints and the toes are pointed. It's got thick white legs supported an equally thick body of what sort of looks like an ape with pointed fingers to match its pointed toes. It's entirely white and it has no nose and has yellow eyes. So help me God, yellow eyes, which Tori is not going to get, but will soon. And it also has these enormous sweeping white eyebrows that kind of make it look a little bit like a snow owl from like uh, silhouette perspective anyway it mm-hmm. makes a very strange nasally roaring noise maybe that's the lack of nose who knows and it's probably like an abominable snow monster or yeti or something Ooh, scary yeah it looks kind of like if you've seen the rudolph claymation special and like you know that like snow monster guy like it kind of looks like if you took that and then like boiled it down by like cutting off all the like features and just making it really generic although there's no blue on it i don't know it's kind of like a yeah. generic white blobby i mean i guess creature. they're both supposed to be abominable snowmen but yeah i don't know that it i mean they're not like the bumble but yeah i mean it's not super similar it does look like a like a dollar store version there was recently a build a figure wave of marvel legends that had a zenu figure and it kind of reminded me of this mm-hmm. episode although zenu looks way better than yeah this monster Tori probably doesn't know what I'm talking about, but (laughs) I resent that you think I don't know, but also I'm not sure I do know. So, (laughs) okay. (laughs) So then we cut back and we get a closer look at one of the buildings we saw earlier and has a sign on it that says Wolf's End Lodge. And it probably has seen better days because it's like a busted window shutter banging loosely in the wind. 
And then the mystery machine pulls up and Fred's all, here we are, Wolf's End Lodge. And then we cue the wolf howl. Ooh, Daphne says it's a creepy looking place for a weekend of skiing. And Fred agrees, but it's the only place <laughs> they could find. So they should go in. Yeah, I think it's funny that like <laughs> this is the only the place they booked. booked. Yeah, I guess they booked last minute. You know, that's why you got to do it ahead. Because yeah, it's a busy, it's a busy season. Know. So yeah. So inside, we can see that the place could use some cleaning. There's lots of cobwebs, and it, you know, it's a little dilapidated from the outside. But there is a fire in the fireplace, and there's a man at the desk. His name's Mister Greenway, and he welcomes them to Wolfsend Lodge. And says it has all the comforts of home. And Shaggy's like, who's home? Dracula's? <laughs> and then this little guy comes in. Like, he's kind of a short man. And he's talking about how it's really cold outside. And then he's like, you know, excuse the interruption. But he asked Mr. Greenway if he can please put his suitcase somewhere safe. And then he pets Scooby. And he's like, oh, good dog. Good dog. And then leaves. And Scooby's kind of creeped out. Daphne asks who that was. And Greenway says, that was Mr. Leach. He's another guest. And the dude is kind of like, it was a cartoon thing. He's kind of made to look a little bit and then also sound like Peter Lorre. Because he's all, yes, good dog. Yeah, there's a little bit of like Asian caricature kind of going on there. Well, actually, not, I mean, not so much with him. That's actually like what Peter Lorre looks like. I don't know if you've ever seen Mm-mm. any Peter Lorre movies, but like he kind of looks like that. And okay. He talks like that too. He kind of became like a caricature of a person as well. So, but yeah, but Peter Lorre. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Like watching his movies. If I s- has that, that creepy little like, yeah. If I saw yes. him, I might be like, oh yeah, that guy, you know. Um, and also Greenway kind of laughs in that like, hello, I'm probably a bad guy who might dress up like a snow monster way. I actually have a note that like, it's kind of interesting that Mr. Greenway has the exact same build and like body type as the snow ghost that we've seen, like mm-hmm. the shoulders. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, he's a little suspicious, a little sus. Yeah. And every time he's he finishes also, I sentence, think maybe drawn to look a little bit like Alfred Hitchcock. Okay. Yeah, I could yeah. see that. Especially because he's got the big jowls. So, yeah. But yeah, he keeps like laughing creepily after every time. Yeah. Like sentence. every time he says the set, I'm like, what is funny? Nothing's funny, mister. No, all, and it's not like, like, <laughs> like nervous laughter. It's like, all, <laughs> like, it's like, here are your rooms. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. oh, I would not want to stay there. No. So, speaking of, Greenway shows them to their rooms, and there's one for the ladies and one for the gentlemen. Because as we know, Girls and boys never stay in the same room. Silly. We, we, boys and girls don't sleep together. Silly. We learned that. <laughs> and then he warns them to be sure to lock their doors and windows before they go to sleep. And Velma's like, why? And he's like, because if they don't, the snow ghost will come for them and turn them into ghosts. And of course he laughs because that's hilarious. And then he leaves and the gang is like, snow ghost. So yeah, they're in a haunted lodge, apparently. And as they're all like snow ghost, we fade, and there's the snowy outcropping again, and the wolf is all oh, he's howling, and the snow drifts are going across the screen, and then we cut back to inside the lodge, and they're still in Daphne and Velma's room because that's where they were when we last saw them. Daphne gulps and says she guesses it's time to turn in, and Fred says, "Well, before we leave, we'll make sure the windows are locked." So Shaggy raises the tattered window shade and checks the lock. And he's like, yep, it's all locked up. And he pulls the shade back down. 
He seems to have been completely unaware of the fact that the snow ghost is standing right outside the window. But then he's like, wait a minute. And he turns back and he opens the shade and he's like, oh, the snow ghost. And the snow ghost is all like. And then Shaggy's like, zoinks, the snow ghost. And Fred's like, run. And they form like this stack of people (laughs) on each other's back from like Velma's on the bottom and then Shaggy and then Fred and then Scooby. Velma runs back and forth across the screen carrying everybody. And then they like grab Daphne (laughs) on the way out and go outside. And it was funny because I was like, wait, where's Daphne? She's not there. And then she's no. like at standing by the door and they just kind of grab her while they run out. Yeah, somehow <laughs> Daphne like hauled butt and was like standing at the door like in the lobby because they like run outside the building. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she She was it. the fastest. She, she was, was like, like I'm, nope. I'm not going to jump on Velma's back. I'm just going to leave. So, yeah. And then they're running back and forth in the room. And then, yeah. So they, you know, finish running for their lives and then around to the window of their room. And they see the snow ghost footprints are all over the ground. And Velma, kind of in a twist for her, is like, well, mm-hmm. the snow ghost is definitely real. Yep. This is the episode where Velma believes. <laughs> and she's like, just look at all these footprints. Obviously, this is not fake at all. No, so, it's a ghost. Yeah. It's interesting. Ghost. And Daphne asks Fred what they're going to do now. And Fred says they're going to get some snow cars and follow those footprints. And Shaggy says that their ski trip is turning into a real scare trip. (gasps) So there are two snowmobiles and Fred and Daphne are in one and Shaggy, Velma and Scooby are in the other. And they go up a mountain and down a mountain and up and down like a gazillion little hills following these footprints. And Shaggy's like, wow, this snow ghost sure gets around. And Shaggy, Velma and Scooby aren't really fans of all the hills because they're kind of like bouncing up and down them. Or, you know, at least their stomachs aren't like, oh, oh, yeah. But then across the chasm, we see that the snow ghost is watching them. (gasps) So then the gang stops abruptly at the edge of a chasm. Like the front of their snowmobiles are like not completely touching the ground edge of the chasm. So like, Mm -hmm. hmm. And the snow ghost tracks stop at the chasm, obviously. And Shaggy says, if the snow ghost tried to walk across, that first step is a doozy. Then they hear the snow ghost gargly snarl roar thing he does, and they see it atop an outcropping on the other end of the chasm. And then it leaps off and soars across the sky towards them. And Fred is like, it can fly, duck. So they all duck, and the snow ghost flies over the top of them and then keeps going across the snow field back the way they came. And it disappears behind a group of trees. So Fred says that's where they're headed as well. Oh, Fred always wants to go to the creepy places. Mm-hmm. So behind the trees, there's no sign of the snow ghost. But Daphne notices a cave with a flickering light inside, like maybe from a fire. And Shaggy thinks maybe that's where he lives. And Fred's like, well, we won't know until we go find out. And then, of course, instead of going himself, he's like, okay, Scooby, go check it out. And Scooby's like, me? And Velma's like, yeah, you can run the fastest if the snow ghost is in there so you can get away. And then Scooby runs off and he comes back with this hospital bed and he's lying in it and his leg is in a cast and it's like held up by one of those wire pulley things. And he's like whimpering. He's like, my leg, my leg. And Fred's like, knock it off. And Scooby just keeps going, my leg, my leg. And then Shaggy is like, "Uh uh-uh. And he pulls away the bed and Scooby falls into the snow and he just starts giggling. He's like, okay, I tried. I tried. Yeah, Shaggy looks super angry when he pulled the bed away, man. (laughs) 
dude, man. He he wants to get this over with and get back to the lodge. It's actually worse than when Scooby inherited all that money and Shaggy looked all pissed off that Scooby was suddenly rich. And, you know, <laughs> Shaggy know. wants to get back to the lodge and have like a chocolate covered cheeseburger and some hot cocoa. That's true. They have not eaten this episode. I don't think actually they eat at all in this episode. No, they don't. Um, Scooby so. gets a little something, but uh, oh, know. that's true. Kind of, yeah. he knows on something. But then, for some reason, Scooby decides to do like the bloodhound thing in the snow, even though they know where the cave is at. So he like is sniffing in the snow and building up a big like you know trough of snow, and then he disappears behind a tree. That's like super skinny, but like he, you know, it's cartoons, right? So he goes and goes behind it, and you can kind of tell that they got the background like overlaid, so he disappears. It's very, they didn't do a good job of blending that, and then he tiptoes and gets behind another one. And then he jumps into like the snow covered bush and he's hiding in that and he's tiptoeing across towards the cave. But then he trips over like this mound of snow, probably like a rock or something. And then does the cartoon thing where he forms a giant snowball and he rolls towards a log and goes inside the log and is like shot out like a cannon. And then he ends up like upside down on the mouth of the cave. And so then he peeks in and he looks and he sees what looks like a sparse Tibetan temple. It's got like a flaming brazier and like a statue of the Buddha and this like big gong all that kind of stuff. And so then he whistles for the gang and then he falls to the ground because of snow like, and Fred says, that's the signal for the all clear. And so they all head to the cave and we get a commercial. Mm-hmm. So inside the cave, Daphne's like, this is a very odd cave because it's like decorated with like all this stuff. And Shaggy's like, yeah, it's decorated in early Chinatown. And Velma corrects him and says, these things aren't from China. They're from Tibet. And Fred's like, well, it's obvious the snow ghost doesn't live here because I guess snow ghosts can't have eclectic taste. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And so Shaggy's like, well, who does? Meanwhile, Scooby's found this large bone in a bowl on a table and he starts gnawing on it. Mm -hmm. And Velma's like, well, maybe if we ring the gong, we'll find out who lives here. So she she grabs the thing that you hit the gong with and hits it. And it uh, makes a noise. Gong. And then an old man parts a set of curtains and he's like, who dares enter the temple of Fulun Chi? And Daphne says she knows this is going to sound silly, but they were following a snow ghost. And Fred's like, yeah, we thought it might have come in here. And the man looks around and Shaggy thinks like he doesn't believe them. But Mr. Chi replies that he knows they're speaking the truth because he's the one the snow ghost seeks. Yeah, apparently he is Fu Lunchi. I assume like the temple of Fu Lunchi was like it's a temple for like some you know god or something, but apparently it's just it's his temple. So he yeah. named it after himself. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I get I mean the only person who ever calls him Mr. Chi is Daphne, so maybe she's just making an assumption that he's Mr. Chi, but we'll roll with it because it's easier than saying like the man in the cave every time. So yeah. Anyway, he tells them the story of how he came face to face with a Yeti back in Tibet, and he escaped by leaping across a chasm to a protective ledge. The Yeti followed, but it slid into the chasm to its death because like it landed on like a bit of snow and then it all slid and was, oh, went down into the chasm. But the Yeti's ghost pursued him to exact revenge. And he's like sitting by a campfire and we see the Yeti ghost like he's like, God, oh, he's running. And then he says, now, after all these years, it has finally found him. And then there's suddenly this snarling noise outside the cave, and we see a set of yellow eyes. And Shaggy's like, it's a snow ghost. But Mr. Chi says that they have nothing to fear. It is just the white timber wolf. He feeds it, and it protects him. It merely wants its bone. And then Scooby kind of like 
Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's got the bone in his mouth. Yeah. And so he kind of like rolls his tongue out to the wolf with the bone in it and like gives it to the wolf. Yeah. And Fred tells Mr. Chi that he thinks the snow ghost is after more than just him and that they're going to find out what it is. <sighs> Whoa. Yeah. So, like, your story is cool, Mr. Chi, but I think the ghost actually wants more than that. So, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not like the cave is super hard to find. If that's what the ghost was after, it feels like he already would have. I mean, they might. They found it just kind of an accident, maybe. But well, I mean, like, oh, the ghost did kind of fly into that area. So, yeah, you're probably right. So then the gang are back on their snowmobiles, and Daphne asks Fred if he believes the story that Mister Chi told them. And Fred says, "Right now, it's the only story they have." And then Velma sees more snow ghost footprints. But they're also covered in sawdust, which is a little bit weird. Yeah, not coffee grounds, apparently. But. Yeah. And Fred says, where there's sawdust, there's usually a sawmill. I don't know true. if that's true. I don't know if I Fred's ever been to Home Depot. And, yeah. yeah. A lumber place that we cut lots of wood and there was lots oh, of sawdust. Yeah. We had to sweep it oh, up yeah. every freaking day. It's a, there's a lot. <laughs> so, yeah. So then the gang is at what looks like an abandoned sawmill and it's covered in snow and Shaggy's like, this is more of a scare mill than a sawmill. And Daphne thinks it's probably been deserted for more than 100 years. And Shaggy's all for keeping it deserted, and he wants to leave, which Scooby agrees with. But unsurprisingly, Fred disagrees and says they need to split up and look for clues. So Shaggy, Scooby, and Velma are walking through the sawmill, and Shaggy and Scooby are whistling nervously. And after they pass a stack of lumber, the snow ghost steps out from behind it and he makes his little phlegmy snarl. Yeah, and he's tall. Yeah, he is tall. Yeah. So then they enter this room and they're tiptoeing around when Scooby is scared by his reflection in this broken mirror. So it's all cracked, right? So it looks all kind of crazy. And then Velma's like, oh, Scooby, that's just your reflection. They all look at it and they're all like kind (laughs) of weird looking. And Scooby's like, ah, ha, ha. And he laughs and he starts making faces and all in the mirror. (laughs) And while he's doing that, we see the snow goes, it grabs Velma, pulls her back into this hallway, and then Shaggy falls through a trap door, and then Scooby finishes and realizes that everybody's gone, and he's all by himself, and he starts to, <gasps> and then it's commercial. Yep. Guess Velma and Shaggy are dead. Oh, probably not. I mean, the snow ghost turns people into ghosts. You can't be a ghost unless you're dead. So It's true. That is a good point. Yeah. So then we come back from a commercial and Scooby hears Velma and she's like, help Scooby. So he runs off after the sound and he finds Velma chained to a log heading towards a buzzsaw. It's dangerous. Yeah. And Velma tells him to cut the chain. So he has a hacksaw and he's all, but it's not working. So she's like, get a bigger saw. So he runs and he comes back and he's holding one end of like the giant two person lumber saws for like sawing the big trees. But then carrying the other end is the snow ghost. <gasps> no. Yeah. So Scooby does that thing where he like shakes the sauce. So it's all makes a wave for him. And the snow ghost is all and he like vibrates back out of the room. So then there's a huge crash and Scooby's laughing. But then Velma's like, Scooby, because she's like heading toward the buzzsaw. And so she tells him to make like a beaver. And he's like, Whoo. and then he like fumbles with his teeth with his paws. And then he's got beaver teeth. And he makes a chipmunk sound. I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. I don't know what sound beavers make if they're not saying, that was nuts or groovy or something <laughs> like the angry beavers. And then he chews through the log and saves Velma. And she's like, you did it, Scooby. Yay. And then he spits out a bunch of wood chips and he's all, roo, 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 roo. 
Scooby has many talents. Yeah. Maybe he has dentures, and so he just rearranged his dentures. I don't know. Maybe. He does have, like, really nice teeth. He's got, like, Donny Osmond teeth most of the time when he's, like, smiling and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, who knows? So then the snow ghost reappears and Scooby grabs the still chain to log Velma and is basically like log jammer. You ever been to Six Flags Magic Mountain? Log jammer. That's right. <laughs> they basically take a ride on the log jammer and the yep. snow ghost doesn't follow them. Instead, he lights some dynamite that's tied to a log and he basically pushes that log after them because like Scooby's riding along with Velma and then this log with dynamite like it's coming down the thing. And the dynamite log catches up to them, and Scooby takes Velma's glasses to get a closer look at the dynamite. I'm not really sure why. And then he tries to blow it out, but of course it doesn't work. And then at the end of the log shoot, it like spits them out into a lake. And both of them are in the lake, and they're right next to each other. So Scooby winds up his tail, and he sticks it in the water, and it works kind of like a motorboat engine. And it just like powers them away just in time, and the dynamite explodes. Man, that was close. Yeah, it was really close. This, this ghost is not fucking around. He like, he's not just like, I'm gonna scare you away. He's like trying to kill them. Like you tied Velma to like a buzzsaw and we're like gonna chop her in half, and then he's trying to blow them up. Damn, dude. Yeah, no, he's around. like actively murderous. He's not just yeah. like, please leave. He's like, I'm gonna murder you and leave your bodies here to rot. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty scary. I mean, like I said, I guess you know you can't become ghosts unless you're dead. So that's true. That's true. Yeah. So then Scooby and Velma are with Fred and Daphne back at the sawmill and Velma's telling them how Scooby saved her. And then apparently Scooby picked the lock on the chains, maybe mm-hmm. with his claw. And then they came <laughs> back to the sawmill. Yeah. And so Fred says, all they need to do now is find Shaggy. And then there's this ghost sounding noise and they turn around and it's Shaggy. And he's all white like a ghost, and he's waving his arms around like a ghost, and he's making a noise like a ghost. So he might be a ghost. Oh no! Oh no! Ghost Shaggy. Uh huh. Yep. That means that the like, snow ghost got him. I think it did. And Fred says that he's like, "It's Shaggy," and then Velma's like, "He's been turned into a ghost by the snow ghost." And then Scooby cries and like, "Oh, Shaggy!" And covers his head because he's sad because Shaggy's a ghost now. Mm-hmm. And the ghost of Shaggy keeps moaning, and he walks towards them, and he steps in a bucket, and then he falls into this opening in the floor that I guess it's like maybe the river water or something because like it's a big like opening in the floor and it's full of water and he falls in so Scooby runs over to save him even though he's a ghost and then <laughs> Scooby pulls him out and he's no longer all white and Velma's like he's not a ghost anymore <laughs> and as we said Velma has really come around on the ghost thing here at the season end of season one so yeah she's all about ghosts so yeah, she's, you know, instead of like, this isn't a ghost, there's something wrong. She's you know, she's buying into this one. Maybe it's something about being in the snow. I mean, that can be really creepy. I grew up in Maybe. a snowy town, so. Yeah, and we'll find out in the next scene when Shaggy kind of explains what happens. I'm wondering if maybe there was some some ghost hypnotism going on, making him think he was a ghost. Because <laughs> Daphne asks him what happened, and he says all he remembers is fainting at the side of Mr. Harry Scary. And waking up as a goony ghost. So he thought he was a ghost. So uh-huh. maybe he was hypnotized. Who knows? Or maybe he just saw the white and was like, oh, no, I'm a ghost. Now. Yeah, he was like, oh, crap, I'm white. Guess I'm a ghost. Guess I got to <laughs> make ghost noises now. Ooh. Yeah, who knows? 
Velma explains the obvious that he must have been sprayed with some white stuff and the water washed it off. And then Fred is like, hey, if the snow ghost didn't really turn you into a ghost, then maybe the snow ghost isn't a ghost either. Whoa. So then Shaggy says that he must be for real. So I guess that means he's like a real snow monster, not a ghost. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Anyway, the snow ghost then snarls at them from an opening in the ceiling and throws a barrel at them like Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. And they all run and the barrel smashes against the floor of the sawmill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Scooby runs around a corner and hides. And then he's got this mallet and he's around the corner and someone comes around the corner and he smacks them with the mallet. But unfortunately, it's Shaggy and Scooby hit him so hard he drove him like partway into the floor. Mm-hmm. So Shaggy's like, thanks a lot. And then Scooby's like, oh, sorry. But then the snow ghost appears. So Scooby grabs a bucket and he covers Shaggy's head with it. And then he jumps into a barrel to hide. And it apparently works because the snow ghost kind of comes over. The bucket shakes a little, but he looks around, seems like, oh, okay, no one's here. And he walks away. So as soon as he goes the other direction, they run. Yeah. I guess a shaking bucket isn't something you check out. Snow ghost. No, not at all. So Fred, Daphne, and Velma are running because the snow ghost apparently found them when it went off in that other direction. And Fred directs them to jump behind a pile of logs. So they jump behind it. And then the snow ghost <laughs> like walks up to the logs and he looks around and he doesn't see them. I'm wondering if there's some vision issues with this <laughs> costume. I mean, his if costume? costume. What? what are you talking about? A costume? <laughs> I wonder if there's some issues with his being able to see, though, because he doesn't seem like he's able to see very well. Or, or he's just not super persistent. Or I mean, something. that is like a science thing with like ghosts. Like if ghosts are ghosts, like how do they see? Because like the light has to hit you. But if you're a ghost, like light passes through you, even though he's not a translucent and transparent ghost. But then like maybe his eyes don't work super great when you're a ghost. Because like the light, a lot of the light goes through your eyeballs instead of like hitting your retinas. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. So Velma's like, we lost the snow ghost. And Fred is like, yeah, but we also lost Daphne. And then Daphne pops up out of this door in the log. So she like opens this hinged door and sits up and Velma's like, wow, a secret hollow log. And Daphne's like, that's not all. And she pulls up this big handful of diamonds and rubies and jewelry. And Fred is like, what? And Velma's like, I think I'm about to figure out this deep freeze mystery. And Fred's like, well, while you're putting two and two together, we better find Shaggy and Scooby. Yeah, I bet Daphne really liked all those jewels. I just kind of got that feeling that she was like, I'm keeping this. She, she kind of reminds <laughs> me of, sorry for bringing this up, kind of Parker from Leverage. She's not really a thief, but like that she just really <laughs> likes shiny stuff yeah. and just wants to like keep treasure. I don't know. She yeah, and we haven't it. discussed their winter apparel. Oh, that's right. They're wearing like really fun, like winter coats. Yeah, Shaggy's is almost like his regular clothes. He's got like long sleeves. And for some reason, like his shirt has a fur collar. And then he's got like earmuffs on. Like Fred's wearing a coat and like a little knit cap. Velma, what was Velma wearing? I forget what Velma's wearing. Basically, she's wearing kind of the same thing as she normally does. But I think her top is more of a jacket. And then she's got like a earmuffs, I think. And it will instead, instead of wearing the long like knee socks, she's got like knee boots now instead of like just the socks. Mm -hmm. Like it's basically the same length, but so she's still got like, she's still wearing her pleated miniskirt, so her legs are still exposed. But then Daphne is wearing like these like purple leggings with like the little stirrups that go over her boots. And then she's got like this nice big like purple coat. And then she's got like a big like Russian style like 
high like winter hat on too so she is she's decked out mm-hmm. so yeah but yeah they're not just running around in their normal clothes they got they got no they do have some winter gear yeah, yeah same style basically same color palette for all of them so yeah i mean scooby does scooby's running around in the snow his paws are probably a nightmare he should have little doggy boots on but he doesn't oh so. it's probably fine i had a dog who used to like Every time it snowed, she just wanted to go hang out in the snow and she would just go sit. We had like a log pile on her deck because like we would get wood every year and like pile it up on one side of the deck. And she would just like climb the log pile and sit in the snow. And my mom would like try to get her inside and she'd be like, I'm out here. And she was like, hang on the snow. She just loved it so much. So I think depending on some breeds of dog, like it doesn't really bother them. Uh, I know Frank's is built like a, because he's, he's like, we think he's part Maine Coon. He's got the super hairy like hands and feet were like he's standing there's like tufts of hair like sticking out from between his toes and everything like super long he looks almost like a velociraptor when you see his hands and feet like sitting there like these these big old giant like hooks of hair just hanging off his hands and feet but he, he goes into the snow and he's like nope and he's like nope 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 <laughs> like he's totally built for it and he's like nope not nope Going yeah Locke went right out on the balcony last year when it snowed or like last time it snowed he put like one paw out and he was like mm-mm, mm-mm, and just like went back inside and then looked yeah. at me like I had done something mean to him and I'm like you're the one who <laughs> went out there yeah Billy will walk around in the snow though Billy's weird hmm. he's weird he likes being anyway. outside I mean he's I like not really snow, loud but, but yeah so we had a commercial and then we come back and Fred and Velma and Daphne haven't found Shaggy and Scooby, but we find them and they're being chased by the snow ghosts and they're running across tops of stacked lumber. And at the end of the last stack, they use like this piece of wood, like a springboard. Boom, they jump and they land in a snowmobile. And so they're whoa, cruising on a snowmobile, but the ghost doesn't give up and pursues them and is hovering over the snow as it like goes and just like gliding, closing in on them. Whoa, spooky. And they manage to ditch the ghost by traveling across some thin ice. But then as they go across the thin ice, they kind of like sink into the ice and then come back up out of it. And they're like in blocks of ice, just like with their heads sticking out. And then it turns out they're actually on a ski jump somehow. And they like, and they fly through the air. And then the snowmobile falls to the ground and they're still up in the air. And then they fall to the ground in their blocks of ice. Mm-hmm. So fortunately... Fred, Daphne, and Velma find them. And then Fred and Velma are like chipping away with like hammers and chisels. Well, Fred has a hammer. Velma's like a badass. She's just like using a chisel with her hands. Up in the ice. But their ice blocks has given Fred an idea. He thinks if this quick freeze thing worked on Shaggy and Scooby, it should work on the snow ghost too. I think Fred has a plan. I think so. I assumed that they were going to lure the snow ghost onto the thin ice, but I was wrong. Yeah, I thought so, too. So we see the gang are down below, and Scooby is up on an outcropping above with a wooden tub. So apparently Fred's plan is that when they lure the snow ghost to run past this spot, Scooby will take the lid off the giant wooden bucket and dump it on the snow ghost to freeze him solid. Mm. And Scooby understands, but just to be sure he doesn't miss, Shaggy sends up a couple of Scooby snacks to scooby tied to a balloon because apparently that gives him better aim and shaggy just has like a helium balloon that he like pulled out of his pocket or something so So scooby eats the scooby snacks and is like and then the snow ghost appears behind scooby which was not the plan at all no that's a yeah that's kind of a hitch in the plan so scooby tries to throw the water on him 
but it freezes midair and the snow ghost just grabs it and kind of tosses it aside. And then he tries to throw Scooby over the cliff and the gang see the snow ghost holding Scooby over his head. And they're like, oh no, the snow ghost has Scooby and it's trying to throw him over the edge. But Scooby grabs the snow ghost's hand and he like won't let go. So like he's trying to throw him, but Scooby's like, uh-uh, I'm not letting go of you, which I thought was good. I also expected him to like pull a hand glove off or something, but he doesn't. So, <laughs> so then Shaggy's like, I'll save you, Scooby. And he launches this giant snowball. He like pulls back this little tree like a like a launcher. And he launches a snowball at the snow ghost. And it hits the snow ghost right in the face. Boom! The snow ghost falls backwards, but he takes Scooby with him because Scooby's still holding on to his hand. And they form a giant snowball that rolls down the hill and it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger as it rolls down the mountain. And then ends up apparently like coming around the corner and like chasing the gang. So they're like, ah, they're being chased by a giant rolling snowball. And then all like off screen. And then we see them all just laying there like in the wrecked snowball, like sticking out of it, including the snow ghost. And the snow ghost is all like, oh, and it doesn't sound like a snow ghost. It sounds like a person. Mm -hmm. And then his mask falls off. And it reveals Mr. Greenway, who's like, oh, I have a headache, but he's not laughing now. <laughs> I am utterly shocked that it is Mr. Greenway, the man with the same build and weird laugh. Yeah. Although Mr. Greenway, the snow ghost isn't as fat as Mr. Greenway is. Mr. Greenway is rather rotund. So, but yeah, snow ghost is kind of chunky, but not that chunky. Yeah. So, especially in the next scene when we see Mr. Greenway and Mr. Leach tied up. Mr. Greenway has a gigantic belly. Anyway, they're at the sawmill. And as I said, Mr. Greenway and Mr. Leach are tied up. And the sheriff says the gang uncovered one of the biggest rings of jewel thieves in the country. Woo. And then the gang all take turns telling the story as they normally do. And we find out that Leach and Greenway were the masterminds of the operation. Leach would bring Greenway the stolen jewels in a suitcase. And then Greenway would hide them in the hollow logs. Send them down the river across the border. So I'm thinking the Canada maybe is what I'm thinking. If we're in the United States, it's either Canada or Mexico. And I don't know there's a lot of snowy skiing around the Mexican border. So Right. I'm guessing Canada. And then Greenway scared people away by dressing up like the snow ghost after hearing Mr. Cheese's story. And even made it look like he could fly by using transparent plastic skis. And then Vilma has Scooby demonstrate and Scooby skis down the mountain and flies through the air. And everyone's like, yeah, Scooby, go. But then Scooby smacks into a tree. And the squirrel comes out and is like, yelling at Scooby, cursing at him probably in squirrel. And everyone laughs. And then eventually Scooby and the squirrel laugh too. And then it's the end of the show. It's the credit sequence. So that's it. Yep, that's it. Yeah, we didn't end the season with a you kids or nothing either. No. We've only had like one really good one of those this season. Mm-hmm. We kind of had a we kind of had like a half-hearted one earlier, and then we got a full-on like you kids and your dog kind of thing. But we only got like maybe two this entire season out of 17 episodes. So hmm, maybe season two will lock it in. We'll see. Because guess what? After season one. Come season two. So, yep. So, yeah, this episode, I thought it was really funny. It made me laugh a couple times. I don't know. It's kind of a weird one, I think, because they're just like running around in the snow and they're wearing different clothes and the snow goes to so obviously like Mr. Greenway. Yeah. I don't know. It just made me kind of laugh. Also, there's just so many points where they're like, 
the ghost just doesn't like it's really malicious and trying to hurt them but then like they just hide behind some logs and it's like oh, and walks away yeah. it's like, okay. yeah, he is either not smart or just not very like determined it's like oh whatever mm-hmm. yeah i know i kind of think that i think i kind of put this in the same one as the never ape and ape man like it's kind of mm. like eh, it's kind of like especially because like again like never ape and ape man you kind of know who the villain is right I mean, yeah you kind of yeah. know so it's in that same kind of thing where it's kind of like eh, and then also yeah ghost isn't like really super scary and you kind of know who it is and yeah, and they just kind of run around and manage to kind of catch him by happenstance, but that's okay because it works. Yeah, and apparently, you know, as per usual, the police have like no clue. They know what's been going on, but they haven't done anything about it until like these kids show up and solve everything. It's like, yeah, they're okay. just like, yeah, there's been this weird ring of jewel yeah. thieves. Like, I yeah, saw some posters should've... in the squad room and then I ate some donuts <laughs> and then you kid solved it. So cool. It's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like, I'm all for having a donut. Just grab one on your way to investigate. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yep, so that's it for season one. 17 episodes in season one. And then we're going nice. to jump into season two. Woo, I'm excited to see what new monsters they are up against. Yeah, there's some iconic ones in season two. And then, we all, and then also, I think some of the iconic tropes that we get for Scooby-Doo also get introduced if not reinforced in season two Mm, that would make sense yeah well that'll be fun it will i hope and we hope you're having fun if not then um well you know (laughs) we'll try and make it fun yeah that's what we're here to do yeah and we hope you're enjoying these episodes and thank you for supporting us yeah it's cool it is cool. You're all very cool. Bye. Bye. I Want to Rewatch is hosted by Tori and Nick and recorded at Black Cat Studios. Hashtag really just a bedroom closet. Episode production design and editing is by Lazy End Productions. Our music is Dark Science by David Hillowitz. And the truth is what we make of it by the agrarians. Our premium feed is where you can find all of our X-Files adjacent bonus episodes covering television and films that are, you guessed it, X-Files adjacent. If you like these bonus episodes, tell a friend about our Patreon page. We'd love to have them join us. Speaking of which, be sure to join us next time as we rewatch Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Season 2 Episode 1 Nowhere to Hide And try to figure out if If the the truth truth is is still out there. there.
So the gang finds what looks like an abandoned snot. Oh my god! So the gang finds. (laughs) That's why the ghost is all nasally sounding. Yeah, because it's 